1: Today's show brought to you by Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street and Sombray, the beverage supermarket. imports Domestics, micro brews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. Stock up for a big sports weekend. Right now at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street, in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. The King will be on the show today. Joe Rutter, Pittsburgh Tribune, on the show today. Talking about the Juju Smith-Schuster sh- signing. Steelers, one year, $8 million deal. So Joe will be on today. Get Joe at three thirty-five. And uh, the NCAA Wrestling Championship, Roman Bravo, Young, Nick Lee, both to the semifinals, Robbie Howard lost in the consolations, Brady Berge, unfortunately, looked like a serious injury. And Cale Sanderson and the trainer Dan Monthly had to carry him off the mat. Four Nittany Lines are in the quarterfinals this afternoon. As soon as we get updates on that, we will pass it along to you. NCAA tournament. All right, let's see how the old NCAA tournament is going. I know if Florida won in overtime, Virginia Tech had a three at the wire and sent it to overtime, and in overtime, Florida won it. Two guys for Virginia Tech fouled out. Uh, so it was the final there was 75-70 in overtime. Florida advances. Arkansas beat Colgate 85-68. Close for a while, then Arkansas pulled away. To be honest with you, though, I mean, Colgate led by 14 at one point in the first half, went back and forth early in the second half. The reality is Arkansas scored Colgate by 31 points after the 14-point lead. Okay. It went back and forth for a while, but after a while, a team's depth, its speed, and its length can get to you. Arkansas did that to Colgate today. Uh, Virginia Texas Tech now leads Utah State 41-33, 12 and a half to go. In the second half, Ohio State leads Oral Roberts 13-10, 15-25 to go in that one. And Illinois did the expected today and ran Drexel out 78-49. Uh, Give Colgate credit. They were competitive for a long time until it wasn't. But, again, you're up 14 in the first half. That means you get outscored by 31 the rest of the way. It's not what Matt wanted to hear. Matt was going to come on the show today and was going to tell everybody about look what Colgate did look at the Patriot League the whole thing and then then all of a sudden the host says they outscored him by 31 after a 14 point lead and that it kind of like you know facts are just a killer uh so although uh, i was
2: tempted to make this pick i didn't cuz and i'm glad i didn't because now i had to actually have arkansas in my final four and that scared me for a second but yeah valiant mm-hmm. effort today from the patriot league champs
1: no i mean they led the first half Arkansas is not into the game. See, so this is where the big advantage you have is they don't know how good you are, and they aren't motivated. And then as this game goes, Arkansas ran off 13 unanswered points in the first half. That should have sent a message. They led by three at halftime. Nope, Colgate came back, took the lead again. And then finally, Arkansas length lengthened speed a little bit too much. Arkansas is now... 14-0, and 15-0 when they score 80 points or better, they won 85-68. But again, they outscored them by 31 points after being down by 14. That does say something. That's why it's a 40-minute game. What, was the only the fifth opponent Colgate played all year?
2: Correct, yeah.
1: And then there's uh, Virginia Tech, which lost today. This is only the sixth game Virginia Tech has played since February 1st. It's it's a COVID year.
2: My lone loss so far.
1: Well, there you go. But that was a
2: heck of a game. We're off to a great start, let me tell you.
1: Yeah, two guys fouled out for uh, Virginia Tech in overtime. Did not help in the end. All right. Uh, NCAA wrestling. I think the next session is underway. I want to... Check in on that. And by the way, Bucknell had a quarterfinalist.
2: Yes, I know they had two guys.
1: They had a quarterfinalist, and I apologize. I mean, Dick from Milton probably knows right off the top of his head who it is. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. No, I. I no, I, I saw will. Those. Yeah. I because I was going through everything trying to get ready for the show, and that is. Uh, I mean that's. I think that's part of, you know, what's really cool about this. is Because you know, Dan Dan has done a great job as the head coach at Bucknell, hasn't he? I mean, he really has. Dan's done a great job. Uh, team scoring, uh, Iowa 59-and-a-half, Penn State 43-and-a-half. NC State's third, along with Oklahoma State. They're both at 37-and-a-half. Both at 37 and a And that is, uh, but the, the tough one today was bergie Oh, my God. I mean, first of all, it was just a great accomplishment for him to get to the quarterfinals. That's really cool. But then he got hurt, and it looked, I mean, Kale and Dan had to carry him off the mat. Oh. Feel awful for him. He's already been through a lot to begin with. He's already been through a lot to begin with. And to have that happen, like, oh man, you feel awful for him. And, mm, don't like that. Awfully tough. Awfully tough. So, yeah, Zach Hartman uh, should be the one I believe that's in the quarterfinals. And I think he's in this afternoon round at 165 so he's in the quarters he was the fifth seed e i w a champ and he's got defending champ Makai Lewis of Virginia Tech <laughs> so great I mean great for him I mean Zach's a fifth seed himself so believe me it's yeah will he be a an underdog yeah because it's the defending champ one seed the whole thing okay fine You out wrestle him for seven minutes; they let you go. So Zach Hartman, he should—he will be one of the first ones up in the afternoon session. I want to make sure we don't lose touch with that. Losing touch with that would be would be bad because I mean that's right here in our own backyard and. It's a proud moment for everybody at Bucknell to have a national quarterfinalist like that. Way to go. So we just want to make sure that uh, that's recognized. And then Penn State will have four in the quarterfinals here. So Penn State has six guys left. Lee was knocked out yesterday. Howard was knocked out this morning. And of course, Brady Berge had the injury and could not continue. So six are still left. Lee and Roman Bravo Young are in the... uh, are in the... uh, summer finals tonight. And then we'll find out what... uh, We'll find out if they're joined there. You know, I mean, Brooks is the number one seed, obviously. He's got a real shot at it. Michael Beard has surprised some people. Greg Curtfleet has Gable Stevenson, the number one seed at, from Minnesota. So we got some people who have their work cut out for him, but Penn State's got four quarter finalists. All right. NCAA tournament. All right, so Florida wins. Uh, Texas Tech is now asserting some control over Utah State, up 10 with 11 to play. Ohio State, Oral Roberts, I thought that was going to be a tough one. Because Oral Roberts, I thought, you know, I watched them in their conference tournament, I'm like, yeah, hey, it played pretty well. But Ohio State's up 21 to 15 in that one. Illinois had no problem. I mean, I'm talking no problem with Drexel. That's not a knock against Drexel. Washington continues to just be tremendous for Ohio State. He has 11 points in this game so far. E.J. Liddell only has two. What's going to be interesting to watch play out in the tournament from a Big Ten perspective is going to be this. The Big Ten probably has better big men than any conference in the country. With Kofi and with... Luke uh, and, you know, you keep going through the long list of them that are all really good. Travion Williams at Purdue. Zach Eady at Purdue. Uh, I mean, Reavers and Potter are different kinds of big guys um, that are in the tournament. Dickinson from Michigan. These will be the kinds of players that other teams have not seen. But how does the Big Ten then also adjust to playing teams that are playing positionless basketball, where you have interchangeable parts at three, maybe even four out of the five positions? But when it comes time to go inside, you tell me exactly who is going to match up with Kofi Coburn Did not get a double-double today at 18-5. and DeSumo didn't score much in the first half. He ended up with 17. Trent Frazier scored a lot early at 11. Adam Miller at 10. And Grandison transferred from Holy Cross at 8. Andre Corbello, who really... I was so impressed with him in December, and I'm really impressed with him now. He had 8. And... um, Matt put in a special request. He wanted to know how Georgie Bashanis Vili did because he only wanted to hear me pronounce it. He had two. Very good. You know how much practice I've had at it?
2: <laughs> True. The <laughs> only you know, you know times
1: I've had to say Georgie Bashanis Vili in my career? A lot. It's like when BYU had that wide receiver, Micah Matsuzaka. You're like, okay, great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite name I've ever had so far. This was during my clarion days. There was a guy for East Stroudsburg University basketball. His name was Mohamedou Kaba. There you go. I said to Lisa, that's going to be our firstborn's name, and I obviously got denied that request.
1: Thank goodness, little Luke. It's very easy for the rest of us to pronounce. Did I, I don't know if I ever told you this story. I think I've told it on the air before. We go down to, Jack and I go down to Lincoln Financial Field. you are going to play Temple. So Kathy Bon Jovi at that time was the sports information person, somebody who does an outstanding job. At that point in her career, she was the sports information person at Temple. So she comes in the booth, hey, let's go through some pronunciations. I said, well, how about if I say the name and we'll go from there? So I go through the offense, bang, 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 you got them all right. So I go to the defensive side, bang, 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 skipped one, bang, 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 bang. She says, well, you got them all right, but you skipped. And it was one of those like, You know, 14-letter first name, 14-letter second name. She said, well, you didn't say his name. I said, "Um, no offense. I said, he could be National Player of the Week defensively. I said, not a single person on our broadcast will know he made a tackle. (laughs) I said, I'm not pronouncing that name. (laughs) She says, really? I said, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) I said, but he's making no tackles on this broadcast today. Yeah, you got to have a little fun sometimes. First of all, you see the shock in their face till so they suddenly, out of nowhere, they realize you're just kidding around. So... <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. Today's show brought to you by Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, and News Radio 1070 WKOK. Three weeks ago, this was the Suits walk-up music. I guess he's decided now to change all the time. I guess he thought it would be the the cool thing to do. Uh, I've heard
2: many different versions, so I really don't know what it is. Uh,
1: uh, hey, when you got a guy as uh, you know as graceful as that, I mean. And we've
2: gone through different tones of music here. We've gone from. Seventies disco style to the fist pump to this little dance down the aisle type thing. Yeah. I mean I like it. I don't mind the and, variety.
1: And he's incredible. I mean, with it. I mean it's you know let's, let's <laughs> I mean let's be honest about it. It it wasn't the most graceful day for the president. I mean, so it wasn't. <laughs> Do you see what happened to him on the stairs? No. He fell. Oh. He no. He fell on the stairs of uh, Air Force One. Now he didn't fall all the way down. He stumbled to on the stair. He caught himself, but I mean, like he went like down to both knees. Like, uh, that's tough at any age. Uh, that's tough at any age. But my goodness, uh, not not easy. Not easy. All right. That's why... Meanwhile, the suit is... The grace with which he... dances is really remarkable, don't you think? Yes. No, I didn't say it was good. I I just said it was remarkable. (laughs) 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 Okay, you, you... Okay. You have to remember, sometimes I don't finish all the sentences for a reason.
2: <laughs> That's true. I'm still learning that.
1: <laughs> I just kind of leave it out there. Oh, my goodness. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. We'll keep you up to date on what is going on with the uh, NCAA Wrestling Championships and also the NCAA. Basketball tournament. Uh, uh, Let's credit under the category or give credit where credit is due. A fabulous, fabulous performance by Colgate for about... um, Mm, Two thirds of the, I'd say 75% of the game. Last quarter of the game got ugly. All right. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, Domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, Domestics, microbrews, Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies and the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at the incomparable brewer's outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The beverage supermarket stock up for a big sports weekend. Basketball, wrestling, everything going on. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors. Best in the business. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Fabulous pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. And online, sunburymotors.com. So here's the story at the NCAA Wrestling Championship. Then we'll get basketball and then Joe Rudder in a moment on the uh, Steelers re-signing Juju Smith-Schuster. Robbie Howard out of the uh, tournament, uh, lost in wrestlebacks. Roman Bravo-Young is in the semifinals. We'll get Corbin Myers of Virginia Tech tonight. Nick Lee is in the semifinals. He'll get Sebastian Rivera of Rutgers tonight. It's all chalk there. It's one through four there. And Brady Berge, injury, when he was wrestling at Jesse DeLavecchia of Ryder, got hurt, and to would be carried off the mat by Cale Sanderson and Dan Monthly. That's how tough the injury was. Uh, coming up... In this afternoon session, Carter Storacci is going to wrestle Andrew McNally of Kent State, the number six seed. Number one, Aaron Brooks gets Taylor Venz of Nebraska, the number eight seed at 184. Michael Beard, the 15 seed, will get 26 seeded Jake Woodley of Oklahoma. And number nine, Greg Kurtfleet will get Gable Stevenson, the number one seed from Minnesota at heavyweight. Then there's Zach Hartman. He is in the semifinals. Makai Lewis could not wrestle today for Virginia Tech, so Hartman's in. He will face the winner of Alex Marinelli of Iowa and Shane Griffith of Stanford. Marinelli's the number one seed, great wrestler, and Griffith the number eight seed from Stanford. So there you are. NCAA basketball tournament. Let's get you up to date on the games in progress. Two minutes to play. Texas Tech leads Utah State 58-47. 340 to play first half. Oral Roberts leads Ohio State 29 25. Hartford and Baylor 3 3, 2.5 minutes in. Florida in overtime beat Virginia Tech 75-70. Arkansas, known to the individual in the corner office as Arkansas. I thought it was that was a scary moment in the meeting. Yeah, I mean, not proud. I was confused. Uh, Arkansas beat Colgate 85-68. Deceptive. Colgate led for a good chunk of that game. Last 10 minutes got away from them. Illinois beat Drexel as expected, 78-49. All right. Now let's talk about Juju Smith-Schuster. One-year, $8 million deal to stay with the Pittsburgh Steelers. With that, we bring in Joe Rutter from the Pittsburgh Tribune. Joe, great to have you back. Thank you a lot for your time, especially on a breaking news day.
0: Yeah, good to be here, and you got me at the right time. Busy news breaking already today with the Steelers.
1: Exactly. Uh, Juju gets a one-year deal, $8 million with the Steelers. He had some options, uh, Joe. What do you think are some of the factors that said, you know, I think I'll stay?
0: Well, I, I think he wanted to stay all along. I think uh, you know there's reports out there that other teams that can or Kansas City was interested in him. I think Baltimore and Baltimore threw more money at him, but I think he really wanted to find a way to stay here. And if they you know giving him the one year deal. Now it creates the chance maybe for them to you know try to talk some kind of longer term deal with him and maybe less than that eight million dollar cap hit. But you know the interesting thing is now the Steelers don't have eight million dollars under the cap to spend, so they're going to have to make other moves here. Um, you know and then reports came out today that you know Steve Nelson's given given permission to seek a trade. Well, he's he's going to count fourteen over 14 million against the cap yeah. so they could save eight by releasing him or trading him so maybe that's the corresponding move that uh that uh, is coming here you know when the other shoe drops
1: So Joe let me ask you this I think the Steelers over the years for the most part have done a pretty good job of managing the cap would that be fair
0: Oh yeah, they're very good at it. Right. Yeah, they're okay. they're very good at
1: the, working around things. Why are they up against the wall this time? What what are the factors that suddenly have changed to something that they have managed so well that right now has them in a bind?
0: Well, two things. One is they had 19 players hit free agency, which is a, which is usually uh, probably double about what they normally have, and they've had they had a lot of starters also hit free agency. And then the the other one was that the salary cap went down you know, about sixteen million dollars from from you know, even if it had just stayed flat because of the pandemic and nobody could foresee that a pandemic was gonna hit and, you know, create these kind of problems. So you know, Kevin Colbert had come out before and said, even under regular circumstances, if the cap had gone up, they knew it was going to be challenging to keep a lot of these guys. Well now the cap goes down sixteen million and, you know, they you know, they're scrambling trying to make things work, restructuring been Profflesberger cutting Vince Williams, restructuring Cam Hayward. You know so they had to juggle a lot of balls to get under there, and now they're going to have to do it again, you know, to fit Juju into this uh, salary cap.
1: And also, what the, what are some of the options on the offensive line, Joe?
0: Well, I mean, I think that you're looking at the draft right now, unless you can. I, I still seem to think that they're going to try to get a center somehow, some way. They signed B.J. Finney to a one-year deal, but I think that's just more for depth. I think they really want to try to get a center, but the, you know, the options are dwindling, though. There's not many left out there now, so they might have to do that in the draft. Um, you know They got Zach Banner back at right tackle. They couldn't move Chuke for the left tackle. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't see Alejandro Villanueva coming back. I, I just think he's he's probably near the end of the line, and I don't see what sense that makes You know, trying to keep most of that line intact when you're last in the league and running, so you know they've got to address that. And I think you know you're going to see the draft, be it running back, offensive line. I think it's going to be heavy at those areas in the first two three rounds.
1: All right. So now let's get to the other, another interesting part. Running back. Uh, I say this with all due respect, but there are certain people that are in the league that are the just another guy category. Right now, the Steelers' roster at running back is loaded with just another guy. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, th- to be fair, I mean, they just don't, there's no difference maker there. So what about that? I mean, do you draft one? Do you sign one? What do you do with that?
0: Well, I don't think there's really any difference makers out there in free agency right now. So, you know, I think the best way to do it is you're going to have to draft somebody. Maybe you sign somebody here in the coming weeks as their value comes down, maybe for a depth option, um, you know, to be a number two, number three, or, a you know, a passing down type of guy. But um, yeah, the, you know, the, I think right now you're looking first or second round that they're going to go for one of the top running backs on the market.
1: All right, so anything overall on this free agent market that surprised you? I mean, not just the Steelers, but overall has any? We sat back when huh? Really. <laughs>
0: Well, the one thing is, you know, and I guess it shouldn't come as a surprise, you know, have it been a few days into this, but the fact that, like, Juju smith Schuster's back on a one-year deal at $8 million, I think a lot of wide receivers thought there was going to be some big money out there. And when I saw other lesser receivers getting better deals and making over $10 million a year, I thought either Juju's setting himself up for a big payday or the longer this goes on, you know, teams are going to realize that there's a lot of good receivers in this draft you know, maybe we don't have to go out and spend big money on someone that's not a prototypical number one receiver. I just think the wide receiver market maybe have uh, overestimated its value, and if you look at the running back market too, there's really very few running backs that have uh, signed decent contracts. So you know I think it's some of the skill positions where the draft is considered deep this year, the free agents are uh, you know kind of taking it on a chin a little bit.
1: The new NFL TV deals have been announced, and it's going to get up to about $10 billion a year, it looks like, uh, when it's all said and done. Uh, so you, We talked about the cap, which I think got knocked down to, what, 182 5 I think, was the number on the knockdown this year. Yeah. Uh, so for the future, I mean, not just for the Steelers, but for everybody, what does this do on floodgates money-wise?
0: Well, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna shoot it up pretty high. Um, you know, it's gonna offset a lot of those losses teams have had in the last year because of the pandemic. Um, you know, I don't know if you'll see the immediate jump by maybe 30 or 40 million dollars, but I think right. eventually you're going to get there i mean you're going to go back over 200 next year maybe 210 215 i mean there was thoughts before the pandemic that maybe you could get to 230 with the kind of money that was being thrown around so i think teams are going to have a lot more money next year to spend and that's another factor in teams i think trying to offer one-year deals to these players so that they can have more money freed up next year you know to gear back up and make a bigger run at this thing
1: Uh, Also, part of this is going to be a Thursday night package with Amazon, Amazon Prime. Just, I mean, what is your thought on going to the streaming aspect exclusively on some some of the games will be on NFL Network. uh, And I think local markets will get a chance to carry the Amazon Prime broadcast. What's your thought on that?
0: I I'm not a huge fan of uh, not making games available to the general national audience. I mean, I think everybody should have a chance to watch these, you know, these marquee Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night games. Um, you know, it's different. They're you know, they're dipping their toes into this and and uh, you know this is this is kind of the way of the future, but I'm more of an old school type of person. And I'm you know, you know, if it's a game between two teams out on the West Coast and I want to watch it, you know, I you know, I shouldn't have to have his Amazon Prime subscription to get it. I would like to think that somehow, some way, some over the air broadcast partner is going to be able to televise that game, or at least I would like to think so.
1: I, I agree with that completely because you know what, it's the over the air component, you know, or cable, whatever it may you want to yeah. go with here. All right that made the NFL what it is. I mean, the, the NFL is what it is because we've had a chance to watch so many games over the years. And I don't think you want to tinker with that too much.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think so either. And, and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to alienate your customers. I mean, yeah, you're getting a younger, you're a young. You're trying to get a younger audience. And, you know, maybe you and you and I are the fossils anymore <laughs> of, of, of these type of people. And they're, you know, they're not looking exactly at us as their demographic group, but, uh, you know, but yeah, I, I think for the people that have invested so much of their lives in football, you know, people of our generation, then I think you should, you know, make these games available.
1: I noticed the NCAA tournament, which, by the way, caters to young people, is on over the air and cable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that. <laughs> uh, uh, any uh, activity you're looking at in the next week that you're just going to keep a close eye on to see with this, because now we're at the point where like a lot of the stuff's winding down now.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm so curious to see what happens with James Conner, where he's going to end up. uh, You know, hey, Juju came back. Who knows? You know, maybe that means he has a chance to come back, too, although I doubt it. Um, Yeah, I just want to see where he ends up. You know, the Steelers still have some holes, you you know, back up tight end. Does that mean Jesse James is coming back? Um, um, you know, there's different. There's smaller pieces inside linebacker. They need depth at outside linebacker. Are they going to be able to plug in some veterans at cheap costs? Because I don't think they can address everything in the draft. So I want to see where some of these uh, things shake out with these. Yeah, as, as the prices right. come down and free agency lingers.
1: And you know, Joe, they needed. They need Jesse James back because they really have not had a, a really a guy that's a, a good blocking tight end really since he left.
0: Yeah, they really haven't, you know, and Eric Rebron, you know, that's everybody has watched him play. That's uh, not his strong suit, at the <laughs> least. So, um, yeah, they they do need somebody, and, you know, Vance McDonald was, was you a know, pretty good blocker, but he was always, you know, he got beat up a lot. He played a hard physical style, and was hurt a lot, and I think that took a toll on him. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see them get somebody like Jesse James back, and uh, then everybody can, you know, start saying how much he caught the ball again against the Patriots.
1: What do you think about the quarterback deal now? Obviously, you know, Ben's Ben's restructured his deal. Uh, we get how it played out but with, the, with the bonus money and the one-year deal. Uh, they've got Haskins. They've got Mason Rudolph. What do you think about this?
0: Well, I think that they're making, you know, I'm still not rolling out the fact that if Ben Roethlisberger comes back, his arm is stronger two years after surgery, you know, that he might still be here beyond one more year they right. could re, they could try to resign him, but they have a nice insurance policy yeah mason Rudolph's at the end of his contract but really he's going to hit free agency next year without much on his resume so i think his options are you know the steelers view it as hey if, you know ben just has an average year you know, we move on next year no more obligations to him we'll go with mason rudolph and they can get him for a better contract um, you know, because nobody else is going to sign Mason Rudolph to be a starter after he really hasn't done it right. in four years. So, I mean, I think that's kind of the way they're approaching it. And then Dwayne Haskins, you know, they're going to just you know roll the dice and see what he gives them. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't have they've they've had other guys on the roster like Paxton Lynch, who was a former first round pick yeah. who never really panned out. And you know, I, I I view that the same way with Dwayne Haskins. They take a chance; it's no risk for them. And you know, it, you know, maybe it has a big upside, maybe it doesn't.
1: Start him late in the season, Rudolph. Have him throw six touchdown passes, and then he signs a big... Oh, wait, that's Matt Flynn. All right. uh, (laughs) Joe, always a pleasure. Appreciate you very much, and thanks for the time today, especially on a breaking news day.
0: Sounds good. Anytime.
1: Joe Runner from the Pittsburgh Tribune. Suit, uh, of course, was mentally engaged in that. Because he still thinks they're gonna re sign Troy Polomalo. All right, we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Certain things scare me. I just
2: I he still wants a quarterback, although he was very, very thrilled about today's news.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a good player. Juju Smith Schuster is a good player. Not a great player, but he's a good player. And you can win with a lot of good players. He's a good player. Uh, NCAA tournament halftime. Oral Roberts leads Ohio State 36-33. Under-12 first half. Hartford leads Baylor 10-8. Go Johnny Galgo. Texas Tech won over Utah State 65-53. Florida in overtime beat Virginia Tech 75-70. Arkansas beat Colgate 85-68. Illinois beat Drexel 78 49. And Steve Wojciechowski out after seven seasons as the head coach at Marquette. Virginia, by the way, has finally arrived in Indianapolis for the tournament. They had to wait until now because of contact racing. We will come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Patronage. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. All right, so uh, we've uh, run down what's been going on at the respective tournaments. We mentioned how Zach Hartman of Bucknell is now into the semifinals, and uh, the um, uh, so Zach is in the semifinals from Bucknell, and I believe that. Carter Storacci, yes, just advanced, and he's uh, he won six to three. Um, so six to three, uh, Carter Storacci won, so he's a semifinalist as a freshman. Pretty good. Uh, so Penn State now with three semifinalists: Nick Lee, Roman Bravo, Young, and Carter Storacci. And uh, Aaron Brooks won nine to four. He's a semifinalist. So that's four semifinalists now for Penn State. Now the question will be: What will happen with Michael Beard at one ninety-seven, and what will happen at heavyweight uh, with? Well, Greg Kurtfleet has got, I mean, he's got Gable Stevenson. Look, you got seven minutes to make it happen. Uh, you got seven minutes to make it happen. Against uh, this one tough customer. So, Penn State with four semifinals, Bucknell has won. And Penn State still has two other opportunities. Iowa still winning the team race, by the way. We'll get you up today in the NCAA tournament, uh, basketball, wrestling tournament as well. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Next half hour, more updates and more odd but true stories about the suit. Somebody asked me, Is all this stuff true? I said, Unfortunately.